Oh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the very first episode of the Big Daddy Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Cap Therm, joined by my co-host, the Commish, two-time champ of BDF. How you doing today, Commish? I'm hanging in there. That's great to hear. That's great to hear. Uh, we're gonna give you all a little recap. We were supposed to have a special guest on today, but uh, but he sucks. He's a fucking idiot. He bailed. So, uh, so he uh, last minute canceled on us. So we'll just give you a little recaps of the matches today, Jart. I know you want to start off with yours. So we'll yeah. start off with yours. Um, let me just go on a little. Little uh, rant, real quick. Um, in the grand scheme of things, this was not the commission's best week by any stretch. However, the fact that my quarterback played like absolute garbage, literally 14 for 31, 82 yards, and I only lost by what, like three and a half points, maybe four points. I cannot complain too much. I mean, my my running backs didn't exactly do a ton. Uh, Derek Henry had a decent game. Brandon Ayuk had a huge game for me. He went eight, balled out. eight for 129 in two touchdowns. About as good as I can ask for. But I, I made the stupid decision. I played two tight ends because I couldn't decide which one I wanted between Tyler Higby, you know, with Cooper Cup being out, or Darren Waller. And neither of them did anything for me. So that kind of, that was pretty disappointing. My other alternative was Brandon Cooks I was considering, and he didn't do anything either, so it was just a lose-lose either way. But I'm, I'm, if anything, I'm, I'm proud of my team, actually. I only lost by four points, and my quarterback put up three points, and that being and that being Burrow. So, you know, it's something to build on. My team uh, had a good week. Uh, we took the L, but you know what? I, uh, I always take the L the first week, and then I bounce back. I'm not worried about it this time around. You know, I, I wouldn't say it was a bad performance at all. I mean, you had everyone mostly put up a decent amount other than I mean maybe Waller and Higby but I mean other than that I mean Burrow shit the bed but oh, the bang- the Bengals as a team pretty much everyone they had kind of underperformed this week so I mean I wouldn't feel terrible about that Ayuk looked like a demon today I mean I wasn't expect I expected maybe like 15 out of them this week and he got a 32 I mean shit so I mean Dolls and Amaral, you know, it's it's not the prettiest win, but you guys you guys squeezed one out. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be too excited though, because you need a tight end in the worst way. I offered you Higby, I offered you Higby yeah. for Raheem Mostert, straight up, straight up, and and Dolls initially said yes, initially Pussy said yes, out, dude. Yeah, that we could take that to the committee. I'm just bringing it to light. We'll we'll see what the rest of the league has to say about it. We're just bringing it to light. But this is the second time now, Dolls, that you've done this. Yeah, that's uh, it's starting to get bad. You didn't even live up to your punishment last time, you dude. Didn't. So uh, you didn't. I let you off the hook on that one. You're in some pretty deep fucking we'll, water we'll see, right now. We'll see what yeah. the rest of the league says about this one, Dolls. Right now, Raheem Mostert should be on my team. Yeah. If, if you say yes, if you say yes, then that means yes. All right, that is a firm promise in Big Daddy. Okay. Other leagues, they might not care, but in Big Daddy, they care. We care. You know, like that. That if a yes, that is a binding agreement. Dolls. You heard it hurt first here from the commission. Yes okay. means yes. So don't make me don't make me take you to the committee because I will, and I'll have Raheem Oster on my team. You need a tight end, so I don't know why you're not doing that deal in the first place. But I don't, I don't think like you. So all right, we're gonna we're gonna move on to our second matchup of the week. We got myself with a nice little win over uh, Shitter JP. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really know what to say, you guys. It's not. I wasn't surprised. I mean, looking at this matchup, JP statistically has not statistically. If you look at his roster, you can easily tell he probably has the worst roster 
in the league in in Big Daddy. Yeah. And when you when you factor in the preseason expectations laid upon him with you know with the departure of Dolls from the organization, the fact that he picked up the championship belt at the draft and he was pretty adamant and saying that he didn't believe in any curses or anything like that. It's and not looking too good. his his method of backing it up was losing by almost 50 points in yeah. the first week. Uh, his only good player probably was Mahomes. Yeah, and Mahomes had a shitty game too. Mahomes, so. Yeah, Mahomes wasn't really even that good. So JP, you gotta you gotta clean this up. You know, Lamar Jackson only put up seven points. Dude, Dallas Goddard hit a fucking fat donut. Yeah, he didn't Goddard put up a put single point. Up on the board. You know, Elijah Moore didn't do a ton. It 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 just it was a disgraceful performance from JP. And and I I can't think of any reason why JP should still be the current batting favorite in Big Daddy. And now I mean, with Metcalf last game kind of cementing himself as the wide receiver one too. Lockett's gonna lose a lot of title. Lockett's questionable right now, and then Dobbins is out for. I'm not sure. Is it the year, right? Because he tore his Achilles. Yeah, no, he's him and, uh, the year. Him and Rogers. So yeah, no. Uh, JP's team just continues to thin, and uh, the Steppas on our way back to a uh, another second championship appearance. I hope. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's looking your... to uh, let James Cook and Cabo Lave here. Ooh, this is game actually of the week. this is funny because James Cook and and JP put up the exact same amount of points. Which I think is like literally to the to the number. It's very interesting. Yeah, the exact same amount of points. There's not really a ton to say about this one. Just bad performances all over the board from let James Cook. I mean, he didn't get much from Josh Allen. Damian Pierce didn't do anything. Jamar Chase didn't do anything. Hawkinson had eight for thirty five, a decent game. Christian Kirk and Zach Charbonnet, who were played in the flex, combined for like less than three points. I mean Actually, Algier, it was three points. Algier on the bench with the twenty four two and uh and Jacoby Myers with the twenty nine. I mean that that doesn't that definitely doesn't help. No, no, not at all. I mean uh but Cabo, man, wow. What a what a statement in the game of the week the first week. Way to put yourself out there, right? Indeed, indeed. I mean Tyreek on forty four point five. I mean, Jesus. He uh he's definitely he's definitely looking good. He's definitely he's definitely feeling it this yeah. year. No, this could be a repeat of 2019 for Cabo Lave while it's back to the drawing board for uh, Let James Cook. Mm-hmm. All right, and the next matchup I would like to look at is uh, is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Bolt Up, putting uh, up a league high 141 now, right now. Now over this, Ash. Is, this is regrettably I'm going to acknowledge the fact that this is impressive because he did this. He put up 141 with. Nothing from Aaron Rodgers mm. because of the torn Achilles on the fourth play of the game. Um, you know, had Bijan, who I traded to him, put up a solid 20 spot. But it really came with Eckler, and it came with the Dallas defense. The that Dallas, defense, yeah. Dallas defense put up 40 points. Two picks, seven sacks, three forced fumbles, one recovered, and two touchdowns. I mean, if it wasn't for that, I mean, you could be looking at a different game story here, but he also had Rodgers, so he could have easily put up 160 maybe. Oh, yeah. If Rodgers had stayed healthy. You know, for out, for Team Ash, De- or um, DeAndre Swift, 130. I'll tell you what, after, after after the way that roster was drafted, this is definitely not a game I'd feel awful about. That's definitely... Yeah, no, I mean, look, he had three defenses for the better... Actually, he still might have three defenses. I believe he still does. He, he still has three he defenses. He indeed does. Now... The way, yeah, you're right. The way the draft went, this is nothing to, to be ashamed of from from Team Ash. It's just back to the drawing board for him. I'm playing him next week, actually. So, mm. 
That should be an interesting. It's a rematch of the um, 2021 one championship yeah. game, um, which I unfortunately got absolutely demolished in. So um, that that's going to be interesting to see. You know, two teams are going to have to to avoid going zero and two, and we'll see how that goes. All right, what's your next game? You're, uh, you're I'm looking, looking at, at um, Broncos country and full jobs. Mm. Um, this is a good performance, actually, from both teams. I mean, really. Um, Broncos country had Tua, had McCaffrey, played Antonio Gibson and uh, T. Higgins, and uh, they did not do him any favors there. Neither did DJ Moore or Kyle Pitts. Um, but Micah Pittman was a surprise, eight for ninety-seven in a touchdown. Mm. And of course, it's obligatory because it's Broncos country. He had to play the Broncos defense, put up only three points with them. Yeah, and a rough loss against Las Vegas. Very I'm still, loss. I'm still, I'm still feeling the side effects of that one today. Um, for the full Chubs, this is a pretty solid week. They got good numbers out of Watson, Chubb, and Aaron Jones. Devontae Adams had a decent game too. Um, not big on the tight end spot. Isaiah likely only put up one for four. But the uh, Baltimore defense ended up having a decent game. So that was enough to give full Chubbs the win. And listen, I'm just going to say it right now, and I'm going to put it out there, that for uh, Broncos country to be talking as much shit as they did after that trade we made in the draft and to put up a performance like this, lose week one, too, is pretty fucking embarrassing. Mm, So uh, Broncos country, I'm calling you out, man. You better get your shit on track before you start talking about the steppers right now, all right? All right, we got our last game of the week to go over. We got J Minor and Fifty Shades of Trey. It's a, it's it's a, it's a bit of a snooze fest. Nothing really super exciting over here. Now, yeah, I mean, this is kind of one of the more boring games of the week. But Fifty Shades of Trey is uh, fresh off the championship. They uh, they look pretty good in their first game of the twenty three season. Mm-hmm. Um, got decent numbers from Kirk Cousins. Got good numbers from Jefferson and Garrett Wilson. Mike Evans had a decent game. Mm. The Washington defense, there's really not much to say about this. Herbert and uh, uh, the San Fran defense for the better, best players for Jay Minor. Kind of a boring game. I didn't really pay much attention to Yeah, that. Drake London, zero spot. Smith and Jigba, 4-3. I mean, Brees, good game off the bench. Doobie, too. Mm-hmm. Shaheed, wow. I mean, I didn't even really look at this, but Jay Minor just left a lot of a lot of high scorers on that bench this week. A lot to... Uh, a lot to maybe adjust next week for the lineup. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that's what everyone's got to do. they got to make adjustments, got to use the waiver wire, and uh, we'll see how that goes. And, you know, Jart, we uh, we still have a good amount of time left, so what do you want to talk about? Well, hmm, that's a good question. Maybe we should go back and uh, talk about dolls for a second. Mm. Okay? Now, dolls, if you're listening, which you will be, when this comes out, I want to preface this by saying that I love you. You're one of my closest friends. Same here. However, and that is a big however, mm. a lot of things have happened recently in Big Daddy. Now, Brady Borsowitz is basically asking to be called Team Guy. Yeah. Um, and and so far, which. Reminds me, we got to change your name, the team guy. I can do it if you need me to. Yeah, it's all right. I'll accept yeah, the punishment. No, that is uh, part of the part of the deal. Yeah, I'll get it done. However, dolls, you are working. You're you're walking a very fine line right now. You know, one more incident, dolls. First, you have the whole debacle with JP, which is the reason why he's the fan favorite in this league and why he was the betting favorite, even though he just got absolutely demolished by by the Steppas. <laughs> 
but then you accept, you almost agree to a trade and then you back out you know that's the kind of stuff you got in trouble last year for and like i said before i let you off the hook okay and i have proof and i have proof and i have the backing of the committee and of the co-commish and all that so one more step one more misstep dolls okay and uh we could have some trouble here in big daddy but but you did beat me so congratulations okay you're one and oh i'll be back don't worry um and that's all i gotta say about that Wow, Dolls, you're uh you're catching some heat here today, dude. But no, un- it's it's understandable, and I agree as a person who is a uh, part of the voting on the incident last year, and uh, and someone who has wi- directly witnessed the incident already this year. You uh, you you got to get that up, dude. This is not up to the Big Daddy standards of conduct. And, and let me just say that Big Daddy is not without its controversy. That's what makes this league fun. But you know. It, it's still not a good look on the organization when you're pulling shady stuff like this. Yeah, how, how do you think Amaral feels being a part of this? Yeah, too? I mean, I, I believe it or not, I highly doubt Amaral had anything to do with your decision to back out, okay? Because there's no way, no disrespect, that he knows who Ricky Mostert is. And I'm going to say that <laughs> with full confidence, okay? That was a fair trade, and you need a tight end, so you're going to pick up some loser off the waiver wire, right? And he's going to put up four points for you. You could have had Higby, and I would have given to you straight up. That was your offer. I, I didn't even make the offer. You made the offer. I accepted the offer. So I I don't know where the disconnect is here. I figured when I accepted that offer that you had already conferred with Amaral on this, on this issue, and that's why you gave the offer out, and I accepted it. So... I hate to tell you, but I do have Commissioner Powers dolls. Ooh. I can just make the trade happen myself. Ooh. But I'll leave that up to the committee to decide. You know, I, I, I think that's an interesting matter, and I can't wait to see how much farther it goes. Um, one thing I would like to point out is with the new edition of Sleeper, the official fantasy uh, app of Big Daddy Fantasy this year, they added in their own little week, weekly report. Did you see that uh, notification earlier? I I did, yeah. I didn't, so, I didn't look at it, but I just saw that they made one. I'm looking at it right now if you want to pull it up. This thing's pretty cool. It's got a lot of a lot of in-depth analysis of uh, stuff we had going if on. If I'm not mistaken, I think CBS used to do it too. Did they? Yeah, where they would they would pull up like a uh, – it was like totally like automated and all that. Um, let me see if I can pull it up on here. Well, I I like it because it's it gives you a little bit of an idea of what's going around going on around the league without having to directly look at everything, like go to match up and swipe through rosters and stuff. Oh yeah, I found it. But like here we see Bolt up this week was the best team, you know, 141 points out of the rip. Let James Cook was labeled the worst team by Sleeper with a 74.4. That, that, that's debatable with um, JP. With yeah, JP. No, I agree. Literally put up the exact same amount of points. Then we have the players of the week, Tua, 28.14. Is that surprising to you? Uh, he had a very good game, threw for over 400 yards. Uh, he did get picked off, um, but it makes sense. You know, 28 points, is that's pretty much standard for that kind of performance. We got Aaron Jones with a 26 spot. Of course, Tyree Kill putting up 44. TJ Hawkinson with 11.5, and then the Cowboys defense at 40. Yeah, no, that was that was ridiculous what they were able to do. And 
I mean, they just dismantled the Giants. Yeah, that game wasn't even close. I Did mean, you that... see uh, Micah Parsons afterwards? Yeah. He said they should have taken Daniel Jones out in that fourth quarter. <laughs> they should have. I mean, that was an embarrassing, arguably, on pro- when you're playing a home game, you know, on prime time, and you get blown out by 40 to one of your biggest rivals, it's not a good look. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's definitely, it's not a great start no. for the Giants. No. Then we have the bench warmers of the week. At the bottom. So these are players that scored the most off of the bench. Yeah. Anthony Richardson, rookie out of Indianapolis, 21.9. I was uh, I was paying a lot of attention to that Jacksonville game because of Etienne and Radley, and I will tell you I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, and you know what? With um, Algier, I was, uh, you know, obviously I figured he'd play second fiddle to Bijan, but he actually uh, put up more points than Bijan this week. Jacoby Myers, the new wide receiver, were uh, two over there in uh, Las Vegas. Had a good game himself. Yeah, Twenty nine. Yeah. Didn't commit. Yeah. That's it's nothing special, really. Nothing really it, great it for the tight a, ends this week. A, yeah, it was not a good week for tight ends at all. And then the Falcons' defense versus Carolina. I did not honestly pay much attention to that game whatsoever, so I cannot tell you the slightest bit of information from that game. Then the league handed out their own awards for the week. We had most efficient manager, which was Gnor. His max points would have been 115.46, and he hit exactly that 115.46. Mm-hmm. Uh, the least efficient manager, again, was Dykler. The uh, sleep rap is not being very kind to him. He could have scored a total of 129.84 this week, but because of who he played, only dropped the 74 spot. Yeah, highest points and losses was me. I have a I have a decent quarterback and I win this week, so yeah. I'm not overly worried. Burrow kind of put up a stinker. I don't think that's going to continue. I think he'll no. be back next G- week. G- game one back off of what he came back just at the start of this week, right for yeah. prep. So I mean, I I definitely wouldn't feel that's only one week of you know getting back out on the field, getting the reps and the chemistry back up there. And plus, it's just a Joe Mixon backfield. I'm not sure who else they have back there this year, but it's it's a different dynamic for the team. So I mean, th- I think they'll be fine. I think you'll be fine. Lowest points in the win was Dolls against you. Uh, biggest blowout was Seth versus Jim uh, James Dykler for the uh, yeah, game that, of the week that too. Was, that was a route. Yeah, I'd argue you would be up there too with with JP. Mm. Um, but just based on the amount of points, it would go to him. But oh, you yeah. both you both blew him out significantly. Well, my my game, I wasn't. I I don't feel as impressed with that one as maybe I would with Seth versus. Uh, Dykler, because I believe when we were looking at the betting odds, was he not, was he not the one predicted to lose this week? I believe he was. Let's check right now. Actually, Big Daddy Fantasy game of the week. He was the money line. Oh wait, no. Yeah, no, no. He was the favorite. It was plus one ten for let James Cook. But still, I mean, it was close setup game. So I mean, give credit where credits due. Seth, what a week for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dahl's narrow victory only beat you by less than four points. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I needed Darren Waller because I figured with Pollard out of the game, I'm like, can Darren Waller just get back in the game and catch, like, two passes? But the game mm-hmm. was out of reach. I'm not – I mean, it sucks, you know, having the, the that bad of a performance from Burrow and, and Waller and, 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 like, you know, Higby, but I'll be back. Yeah, no, and uh, overachiever of the week? was bolt up that sounds like that's yeah. a that's a perfect award yeah. for him i yeah. think he is an overachiever the underachiever until, until it matters bolt up yeah that's true until it matters and then playoff bolt up is like the cowboys and the yankees like the dallas cowboys the toronto maple leafs the lakers the uh the uh, yankees of big daddy 
He has the pieces, but just can, can't hit the big one. Can't hit. He can never hit the big one. Uh, and then James Dykla is the underachiever of the week. Projected 120, only dropped 74. Uh, then we have the team performances and rankings based off of sleeper from the points. Of course, this is not the direct Big Daddy Fantasy rankings. Those should be coming out to you soon, hopefully, if uh, Bolt Up will get them out there. Also, by the way, can we get that fab money sorted out, please? Yeah, and I, I texted him about that earlier. Yeah, I'd, li- I'd like my winnings. Slow about it. So that's all him. Like I'm not touching. No, any of the I know, stuff, I know, I got so. you, I got you. So according to the sleeper app right now, rank number one, Bolt Up, best team in the league. Mm-hmm, true. Two, we got Cabo. Three, we have yours truly, Team Gay. I'll start owning the name. I'll start getting that going. We have Fifty Shades of Trey at four. Full Chubs at five. Mike Hockert's really bad at six. I don't think that's going to hold up for very long. And, Jart, you want to take the back half? Yeah. So, um, I lead off the back half. 92.9, which isn't bad, I guess. Broncos Country comes in at eight. Team Ash at nine. Jay Miner at ten. Team JP and Let James Cook are 11 and 12. I would honestly flip them. But uh, it was a bad week for both of them, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah, not really, not really the most exciting week for those two. Now looking into our week two matchups, we have. Let's see. Hold on. Let me pull these up real quick. Let's see. I got them. What matchup really? So I'm taking on Team Ash. Mm. Uh, we got Big Steppers versus James Cook. Um. Which you were actually projected to lose. Yeah, that's fine. We were projected to lose last week, too. Yeah. So, um, What else we got? We got J Minor and Broncos Country. We have Cabo Lave and Team JP. That's probably going to be a massacre. That has the potential to be an absolute bloodbath. Um, Tell you what game intrigues me is Fifty Shades of Trey and Full Chubbs. I'm looking right now at Dolls and Amaral against Bolt Up. Well, yeah, because that's a put up or shut up game. That is a huge put up or shut up game. They got to win that to prove yeah. that last week wasn't the fluke. Bolt Up has uh, Aaron Rodgers to replace due to the torn Achilles, so that will be interesting to see what he does there. He doesn't have a backup quarterback on his bench right now. See who we have on. So what the entire league should do is try to cock block him. Pick up all the QBs. Pick up can. all the QBs. So Air Bolt Up would have to start some random dude that actually he's done it before and he actually got away with it so. yeah i mean he's got golf purdy and jordan love on the on the waiver wire so i don't know if i'd be too worried if i were him 50 shades of trey and full chubs though is intriguing though because this is pro- probably going to be the game of the week mm. i don't make that decision but knowing bolt up he would give it to himself and and the dolls and amaral but probably i could argue 50 shades of trey and full chubs would be the game of the week this i think is, that's a really exciting game honestly this is going to be a very good game i i think it's going to be back and forth it's going to be a close game too right now they have 50 shades of trey winning by five i could see it going either way i agree i think that one could be close i could see full chubs pulling one out here though yeah no definitely i mean if uh chubb and jones and Deshaun, if they put up weeks like they did last week at least, and, I mean, if the rest of the lineup can maybe do a bit more of their job, if Devontae Adams can, you know, perform a little better than he did. Not that he had a terrible game last I, game. I will say this, though, is that Full Chubbs has four guys. Let me, let me double-check that. It is, yeah. Th- th- I'm sorry, it's three. Oh, yeah, three. I uh, I don't remember how to count. Three guys on Monday Night Football. Mm. 
Who is the Monday Night Football game this week? It's, uh, Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Mm. Oh, yeah, so that's Watson, Chubb, and who on his bench? Uh, Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren, yep. So that'll be interesting. To uh, He'll probably be losing up until then. Yeah, it'll probably be coming down to that game. Yeah, it'll be coming down to the wire. All right. Well, there's a lot of excitement on tap for us for the next week. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been your very first episode of the Big Daddy Fantasy Podcast. Again, follow us, please, on Instagram at Big Daddy Fantasy and at Big Daddy Fantasy Pod. Again, I have been Cap Therm. I'm the Kamish. Thank you very much for listening, and have a great rest of your day.